Terry met Valencia in law school. In law school. They went on to have three great kids. And now they all live in Louisiana. Louisiana. And want to share with you how they live. How they live. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Living with the Landry's. Let's get drinking. Anyway, so we want to welcome everyone to Living with the Landry. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Today is uh, January 1st, 2021, and we are here today on this New Year's Day, uh, starting off our new podcast, Living with Landry. Right, I welcome, am welcome. one of your, mm, okay, this is what he's going to do the whole time. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Valencia Vessel Landry. To the left of me is my husband. Hey, y'all, I am Terry Landry, and welcome to our very first podcast. We are so happy to start this new year off right with our very own podcast with my lovely Lovely wife and, and partner, oh. uh, Miss Valencia Vesselandre. She just said, "Don't butter my biscuit." <laughs> okay. Before you all just 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 welcome us into your homes, into your lives. We want to let you all know a little bit about who we are, uh, a little background information uh, about us. Um, like he said, I am Valencia Vessel Landry. I am an attorney, wife, mother of three. Uh, uh, reside in Louisiana. Uh, I've been married to my husband, Terry, for almost 10 years now, right? 10 years Best now. Best 10 years of your life. My God, if you say so yourself. And uh, we, we, we want to just kind of give you all a little info about us. So that's why we have our very special guest today on our very our first, first guest. Our first, first guest. guest to what we like to call the dinner table. We call it the dinner table because that's where we conduct our podcast not real well, hard. We, we also call it a dinner table because we, we want people to feel like we're welcoming them as they welcome us into our home. And as you know, in the South, if you're not welcome, if you can't sit at the dinner table. You're so right. You're absolutely are. right. And, and also from the South, in order for you to be friends with someone, to date someone, to go into someone's home, you need to know. Uh, our question is, who are your people? Yes. Where are you from? Where your mama now? Where your mama now? Okay, and so the is she's laughing, she's giggling already, ladies and gentlemen. And so, in order for y'all to know where we from, who are we, who's your mom and them, I have our very first guest here today, my parents, uh, none other but Henrietta Hill Vessel and Leroy Vessel. Let's give them a round of applause. Oh, look at the audience. Thank you so much, Terry, for those sound effects. All right. So, welcome. Mother, would you like to say something? Introduce yourself. Hi. I'm Henrietta Hill Vessel, mother of Valencia Landry, and mother-in-law of Terry. Yes. Daddy? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought she would have introduced me, but since she did, now I'm Leroy Vessel. Yes. A father. Uh, So, my parents are, uh, they're a little bit shy, but we're going to have, you know, Get them to participate in, in what we're doing again today. Terry did not get the memo to turn off the cell phone, but praise God, we're going to learn that moving forward. Uh, as I was saying, so thank you, Mama, Daddy, for joining us today on our very first podcast. Uh, again, and then, and then again, this is at our dinner table. You'll hear our dog, Randy Watson Landry. Yes, you heard his name correctly. Randy Give Watson. Give it up. <laughs> Uh, from my favorite movie of all of all time, coming coming to America, and yes, for all of you all, uh, Randy Watson is a black golden doodle with Jerry curl like hair. 
hence his name. That boy uh, good. Yes, he is. Um, and so, anyway, so again, thank you, mom and daddy, for being here. They didn't really have much uh, of a choice. Uh, we we tricked them to come over here for um, for New Year's Day. We fed them, and then we put the microphone in front of their faces and told them, and, that and they we had gave to them a little libations and, and, and gave them a little libations. Let's get drinking. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to my brother Corey who who purchased this as my Christmas gift. Uh, so thank you so much. So Terry, do you, let you how do you want to get started with my parents? Well, I know, like you just said, uh, we know people don't know us, and they might be tuning in, and we want to give them a chance to know the the real you. And so I'm so happy that your parents are here today, uh, and that we have the opportunity maybe on episode two to do my father. Yeah. But we're gonna start out with yours, uh, and I get to ask the questions. I think don't you don't you agree that that's only fair that uh, I think so because I have like, questions uh, for your daddy. So go ahead. <laughs> So the first question I and I think the p- listening audience would love to know was, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Vassal, as we affectionately call her, Babu. Babu. Uh, <laughs> Babu. Tell us what Valencia was like as a little girl. Mm. And spare no details. Mm. <laughs> spare them all, mother. Spare them all. Valencia was a very precocious child. She mm. was always a little, very smart for her age, mm. older than she really was in years. Uh, she was smart. She was pretty. Mm-hmm. Still is. <laughs> Still am. And she had a very smart mouth. She oh, talked okay. back a mm. lot. Oh. We- <laughs> All right, Mama, your fa- your microphone is having some difficulties. <laughs> so we're going to have to Please move expound, on. Please expound, Baboo. Was it bad? But was it disrespectful talking back? No, or was it just sad? Just, just opinionated. She mm-hmm. always thought she knew best. She knew better than I did. I, I was only a mother. I didn't know very much. She mm-hmm. knew more than me. But she wasn't disrespectful. Mr. Vessel, what's, what's your take on? Papa, affectionately known as Papa. Papa. We mm-hmm. call him Papa. Mm-hmm. Papa, what is your take on what Valencia was like as a child? Well, as, uh, as uh, my wife said, Valencia was always the type of person, even when she was two or three, I believe, uh, to want to be dominant and mm. tell you what to do. Mm. And since she's gone to law school and graduated from there, that has grown even mm. to a new height. Okay. Now she wants to tell you how to spend your money. Okay. So <laughs> I, On me. I, okay. I, I, I totally disagree <laughs> with that, but uh, I'll, I'll hear her out. You know, I'm, I'm going to, uh, as always before, I always felt like uh, I gave her a chance to speak her voice, but it doesn't mean that, uh, I adhere to what she's saying. And as our son-in-law just recently said, they invited us over and fed us some good food and give us some drink. It's kind of remind me of my local den of iniquities. Oh, I know here. This, <laughs> but, uh, this, that's what we wanted. That's what we want this like. is what we wanted. I, first of all, this is not a day in our lives if my father does not talk about his local den. Of iniquity, and, and for him to say this feels like that is a compliment. Oh, it is. It's a true compliment. It Definitely, is. it, it is. is. So, so let, let me let me ask another question to both of you, and I, I'm gonna start with you this time, Mister Vessel. This Negro thing, what is your most <laughs> memorable moment of Valencia growing up? What what's something that just you know you think about and you laugh or the funniest moment that that, that you, even even if it's embarrassing, we don't care. Oh. But we do. Well, <laughs> oh, but I'll we have do. to make it embarrassing to me because if I make it on her, 
Yeah. Then that would take it then to another level. You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> then he'll, that would make it to he'll another be level. in the nursing home you, about a third of New Year's Now day. you can see what I just said a few minutes back. Now you're a witness to what mm-hmm. I was talking about. You're not uh, going in no nursing home. See, uh, <laughs> well, I don't remember a lot that was really funny, except that she was always uh, in a controllable mood. Uh, sometime we... Uh, uh, she'll come home, and I may have been in the room in which she slept and had all of her clothes and everything in there, and she asked me what I was doing in her room. Mm. And I would always look at her and say, what do you mean what I'm doing in your room? Mm. And she said, well, Daddy, you was in my room. What you was doing in there? I said, well, when I when my wife and I built this house, we built this house based upon, uh, matter of fact, you weren't even born then, so... Uh, we ba- we built the house based upon us having to pay for it. Mm. And to hear you come in and say, what am I doing in your room? And I remember asking you, what room did you pay for? And you said, well, I didn't pay for any. I said, okay, well, until you get to the point where you can pay I'm for glad one, you're enjoying this then theory. you don't own one. Uh, I can remember that. She was very bossy about a situation like that. Babu. Protective. Babu, I, I know you and Valencia are very close, so I'm sure you have mm. many, many fine moments that make you laugh and just say, oh, my word. <laughs> what was I thinking with this girl? Can you give us uh, give us one or two? Well, Valencia inherited my sense of humor. No, I didn't. Yes, she did. And so it's always fun when we go back and forth with one another even laughing and talking about somebody that we know. And she always has a quick comeback that would just make bring tears to your eyes. I, I'm trying to think of one particular instance now, and unfortunately it doesn't come to mind. But generally when we get together, she always says something that would just crack you up. the conversation going. On, on a more serious note, um, Mr. Vessel has mentioned, you know, Valencia being an attorney and, was there any point where y'all knew in your mind, okay, this this child is destined to be an attorney, a, a debater, or anything like that? Did y'all see that in her at, a, at an early age, or, or what happened? I just thought of her as being argumentative. She did. She did. She I didn't realize it until strong willed. Yeah. Until she was in college, that she did. She definitely had all the attributes of an attorney, but she was just sassy when she was small. Well, she she chose a career that she knows she could succeed in by uh, being an attorney because she always wanted to have her way, and I think that probably carried over into the courtroom sometime, too. You ever had parents that can't say nothing good about you? I I think those were good. Those were good. Uh, what what is what is your uh, what is Valencia's best attribute? Let's talk about something good. Please. She wants to hear what positive things. We're gonna start with you, Mister Vessel. What what do you think is Valencia's best attribute? I mean, besides her beauty, obviously. Well, I, I I must say this with all honesty is that uh, with the two three kids she has, I'm sorry that she's done as a mother a real real oh, excellent thank job. You. Which which one of my kids did you forget? <laughs> he said I had to. That was, what struck me was Valencia's kind heart. She's a very caring person. I can recall when she was in junior high, one of her classmates was having problems at home. She volunteered to bring the child to our house for, <laughs> for us to raise. I did. I 
Yeah. And I wasn't aware until I got a call from the school principal saying that the child's parent was upset because she had been informed that Valencia was taking her to, to live with us. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> but she's always been very caring. She's, she's the type of person who will help anyone whenever she can. And so I've always admired her, admired that about her. So, Mom and Daddy, let me ask y'all a little bit. Now, how, how long have y'all been together? Not married, but together. <laughs> 61 years. Don't get this wrong, Mr. Vessel. 61. Get it wrong. 61 years. 61 years. It's sad That's when the man right. knows. It's sad <laughs> when the man knows. So, you guys started dating when you all were in high school, correct? How old were you, Mama? 13. 13. Daddy, how old were you? 16. Ooh. My God. You can't do that these days. You'll go to jail. Uh <laughs> Well, so we, we were friends. We didn't start. Y'all dating. were friends. Yes. Mama, was Daddy at, honest with you about how old he was? Mm, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. What did he, he say, Mom? He told me he was fourteen. I found out later he was three years older than me. My God, Daddy, <laughs> you don't recall that? Here he goes. Uh, I don't recall that being part of this conversation. <laughs> no. How many kids? Let's talk about Corey a little bit. It's two kids. Let's talk about Corey. And, and talk we all about know he's what it your was, favorite. What it was like then to, to, you know, and back in those times to have two kids in the South as African-Americans. Yeah, yeah. How, how did y'all manage with it? I know, I know it, it couldn't have been um, easy always. Right. Well, for 10 years, we only had one child. <laughs> right. Corey. Well, oh, somebody was a oops. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an oops upside so the head. <laughs> And so Valencia came along when Cora was 10 years old. So rather than having one word, we ended up having two. So I was always a very protective mom, and I worry a lot, and I still do to mm-hmm. this day. Cora has always been the kind of down-to-earth person. Valencia's <laughs> been the adventurous one, the outgoing person. And so they, But they complement each other. So Valencia intimidates everybody, and we all just go along with it. That's <laughs> <Jesus laughs> crazy. But I think the question was what it was like to be <laughs> oh, young African Americans raising two children back then. I'm trying to have your back. I'm, t- I'm saying this Negro thing he Brian Gumble. <laughs> well, it was hard as it is now. I mean, you've, you've always we've always had to, we've always had to face uh, racism that was always a part of our our culture. As a matter of fact, it was more. No, I don't know. I won't say that now. It used to be more blatant then than it is now. But I think it's a tie. So you always had to be careful about your children, especially the black boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be wary of them going out when they were out. Uh, they didn't come across any any bad per- people, bad officers, bad law enforcement people. The talk is what you you have to have the talk with them. Is really it's, what it's, it's exactly known as, the talk. Exactly, yeah. you have to have the talk with them. But but they overall we were lucky because they were good children and they never got in trouble. We never got a call saying they had to come to the police station and thank God we never had a call if we had to go to the hospital or anything else. So we were I think we were very blessed. And, and you know, obviously I know the answer to this question, but for those who don't know, were, were y'all both working at the time and, and where and how, you know, how did that fit into the You don't have to tell us the, where, but I mean yeah, yes. but I mean like, you know, so y'all, so nobody was a stay at home parent. Y'all both were working, and how, how did that affect? Because normally back then what you saw is one parent worked and maybe the other person stayed at home with the kids was more often the story than not. So how did, how did that fit into the dynamic of well, raising this uh, outspoken young lady? 
Yes, well, uh, Corey always was one, as uh, Henrietta said, uh, who listened. He was a studious young man, and he always done the right thing. He picked good friends throughout his life, uh, and he never hung in the wrong crowd. He often had a lot of friends because a lot of them used to come by the house and play basketball. We had rules and regulation when they would come by. No cursing, no fighting, uh, no trying to tear the basketball go down. So uh, he had a lot of friends uh, that he hung with in the neighborhood, but he never got in trouble. Uh, Valencia was 10 years later. She was a little bit different. She was, uh, well, she had a lot of friends, but since her schooling was mostly away from the Plaquemine area, which we was born, which they were both were born in, we didn't uh, get to learn a lot about a lot of her friends until we met them at school or, or somewhere else, you know, or they come by the house. But uh, as uh, our son-in-law has said, uh, we both was pretty gainfully employed. My wife worked in the school system and at Southern University, and I work in the petrochemical area of uh, Dow Chemical Company for 33 years, and I think she worked for 39 years plus, right? So uh, it wasn't a problem about, uh, Excuse me. but uh, we were very fortunate in, in that aspect, so we didn't have any problem. It wasn't a problem rearing the kids, and uh, uh, I came from a background of 10 children, you know. So uh, we was always in the limelight as far as uh, being able to take care of ourselves and, and help out with chores around the house. So, Daddy, let me ask you this. I know the answer for Mama, but were you the first in your family to attend college? I know I was not the first to attend college, but I was the first to finish college. To graduate. In my family. Yes. And, Mama, you were the first to and attend I, and to graduate, right? That was the only one. The only one out of your siblings. And, and, and both of you all have master's degrees, right? right? Yes. Which, again, is, is extremely... It's almost rare. unheard of. Right? Yeah, rare, especially back in those days. You're looking at the 70s, the 60s, 70s, and 80s uh, to have two parents still married, <laughs> you know, still together. Um, and we had very, excuse me, we had very supportive parents, parents. too. I had a, an aunt who reared me, mm-hmm. who helped me, helped us mm-hmm. rear you and, and Corey. Um, my mother-in-law and father-in-law were very supportive, and my sisters-in-law. We're very supportive, helping with you guys. So we had an ex- you had an extended family as, yeah. as well as the two of us. We did, yeah, we absolutely did, absolutely did. Um, let's yeah. let's talk about some juicy stuff. What about when Melissa started dating? My God, right? Did Mr. Vessel, you had to get your and, shotgun. And, for and a let's few talk folks, about so? who she ended uh, up. With. Right. Let's. Mm. Well, God bless him for that. Yeah. When Melissa was dating in high school. And when, you had to ever get your shotgun for a fella or something Never. like that. Any, any no. interesting story about her My dating life daddy back then? hid that gun, and he still to this day can't tell you where the gun is. <laughs> he hid that gun from me and Corey and hid it from himself. <laughs> he had to hide it from Corey because he went out in the backyard and tried to shoot it. Yes. <laughs> he could have killed himself. Uh, yeah, so what what was it like when Valencia dated or started to date with, with some interesting moment there? I'm just trying to get at people what they want. Well, of course, we never really liked the guys. She they never did. They never did. We always thought she had 
She, she didn't exactly have the best taste in books. Well, I came in and saved her, didn't I? <laughs> yes, she did. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate well, it. Thank, thank God for Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, I was, I, you know, as they say, somebody can always be the last to find out. But I didn't, I didn't really get to know even even my son-in-law Terry, which I'm uh, very proud of at this moment, definitely. So, but I didn't. I don't think I met him to uh, close around the time when y'all when you proposed. No, well, you have to marry, yeah, in New Orleans. He be or by your classic, right? No, no, I, I met you a year before that. Actually. I think we merged them all together, but I it's all right. Because my wife would always talk about you. As a matter of fact, some of her friends knew you well, and uh, they mentioned about you, but I, I, it was late in the game no, when I met you. No, it was the very beginning. <laughs> it was? Terry, at least you know the type of lasting impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the thing. I, you know, I, I brought I brought home guys. <laughs> I brought home guys. Um, I was a I, you know, I didn't I, I wasn't very patient with with guys, and so it, they would come in and out. You know what I mean? And so, like, for instance, you had a revolving door. I did. I really did. Like, because I, I, you know, if you forgot my birthday, if you didn't buy me a Christmas gift, if you, you know, you did something wrong, I you were quick easily replaced. Um, and so they, re- they didn't get to really know a lot of them, but the ones that they did get to know, they didn't like them, uh, at all. They did not like them. I think you are probably one of the first ones that they actually liked, well, well, you know, I, from I, when I, they listen, can remember you. I can okay. remember your cousin Misha telling me, Hey brother, bring you to the Bayou class. No, that was T-Glow. Is the kiss of death. If you make it to the next one. You in the family. That was T Glow said that. T Glow says, if I see you next body classic, I know that you're a kid. It's real. Because she brings a different man to the body classic every year. And it's been 10 by you classic since. 10 by 11. And we still have. Almost 11. Well, we would have had one this past year. It's, uh, like yeah. I said, uh, I met you at the body classic. We did. We did. <laughs> but I don't know. Was it, it was year? a year before. It might the have been a year proposal. afterwards that you. It you, was. It was. That you, y'all got married. We got engaged. Got, you got engaged. Okay. Got engaged at the Bayou class. Yeah. He, he probably met him at the Bayou class. Yeah. 2009 and then 2010, she made me propose to us. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we met in law school. And so he likes to tell these stories to people that he would look up from taking his notes and I would be staring at him. <laughs> and Love struck. Huh? Yeah, that I was love struck. And, and, it was a twinkle in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and... People are people ridiculously. They believe him, um, but everyone everyone knows that Terry was obsessed with me. Talk, let's talk about mother and father. How did Terry ask you all for my hand in marriage? We had a joining suite, mm-hmm. and so I walked over and talked to y'all for about ten. Yeah, to 15 you asked minutes. for his, and her and hand I, in I, marriage. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And y'all were okay? I thought the whole building was going to shake. She jumped so high. She screamed so loud. I think she kissed the ring before she gave me a kiss. No, I did. I did. I I did. And he said, so is that a yes? (laughs) I had to ask. Yeah. And then you did something. You recorded something. Uh, yeah, he made a he, he made a, it, he did. a slideshow. He didn't listen, and I didn't he know did. what to do with it once he gave it to me. He did. He did a slideshow. Mama, how did Daddy propose to you? I don't know. I think I must have ran behind him because he didn't know he was getting engaged. <laughs> this is what the people out in the audience don't really know. It's a it side. It's it's a background story it was a, it was to this. My, like I said before, my parents have been together sixty one years, married for fifty two. My daddy uh, 
recently let us know that he didn't know he was getting married. Uh, that, but he, and let me tell you something. I really do think it, he was joking. He was joking, but my mama can't take a joke in that good sense of humor that she has. Um, and so my dad made a I made a comment about you know uh, his my grandmother, his mom calling him and telling him about the wedding, and he said he didn't even know he was getting. <laughs> Was this before or after you were in Vietnam, Daddy? No, it was actually before I went to Vietnam. Okay, okay. Because I was home. I'd just gotten home from uh, uh, advanced training from Fort Polk, Louisiana, and I was, you know, that's when everything happened, the wedding then. But uh, in December, I mean, on June 22nd. That is, uh, that is. That's just and, uh, well, I you're nervous, from, Mr. Vest. That's what we want to know. Were you I, nervous when you proposed, when you got down to all, when you had to... Watch your bride coming down the aisle. No, actually, it was a small wedding with just immediate family members and a couple of close friends that was there. And uh, and uh, it didn't have to be big. It was a small shotgun house that we got married in, and uh, here we are 52 years later. Good, good. So how did you guys feel when Terry begged for my hand in marriage? <laughs> I mean, were you guys excited about that, or y'all were like, you know, we don't, we just met you at the Body Classic, or what was it? Some of your earlier bows. You were fine with that. You were relieved. Yes, yes, yeah, they were a mess. I was like, welcome. They were a mess. Thank you, Jesus. I can recall one time Terry coming in, coming back from the game, and she's like, "Mama, I want you to meet somebody." And when he smiled at me, he had a gold tooth. I was like, oh, no. Mama, he did not have a gold tooth. He, he had like several gold several teeth. Several gold teeth. That, I was like, oh, yes. That was during my um, I want a bad boy yeah, phase. Okay. You know, every girl like, goes through that. He glassed that gold at me. He did. Like, oh, he did. God. He was very mad. He called you ma'am. Yeah, so he was yes. Did he suck his teeth before he smashed? <laughs> You know, and he didn't have a toothpick, thanks a lot. <laughs> he called you, ma'am, and, sh- <laughs> and he, he 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 extended his hand for you to shake his hand. So he was a very mannerable drug dealer. So it's really no need for you to act that way. Like he, he was, he wasn't good enough for your daughter. You know, was um, truly afraid. So y'all were okay with me marrying Terry, and so here now we are, many moons in. Uh, before we wrap up, Terry, is there anything else? Terry, I want to ask you a question. Sure. You've been in this family for quite some time now, mm-hmm. the highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. What is your most memorable occasion with <laughs> Boo Boo and Papa? And I already know what you're getting ready to say because it's also one of my favorites. <laughs> that is very, <laughs> that's a softball question. Yes, it is. Uh, I can't remember the year, uh, but it was a year that we decided to go on a cruise together. We sure um, did. Our two youngest children were not born at the time. <laughs> so this is pre-2013. Yeah. This is probably like 2011. But boo, this was for your 70th birthday. We went on that cruise. Wait, okay. With right. Corey and, 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 and Keith Kirsten. Yeah. So gracious uh, with his presence, even though he was reluctant. And we brought our oldest daughter, Kirsten, at the time. Uh, was our only child, and boy, were we in for a treat that night. My God. Um, oh. If any of you have been on a cruise, you know there's a night where they do a game show night. Yes. 
and they elected to decide, they decided to select my in-laws, yeah. uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law. As the oldest upon, married. As the, as the yeah. persons who had been married the longest yeah. in the crowd. Yes. And at yes. that time, they were. They were so fortunate. And boy, when they got up there, the questions that were asked. But Terry, let me say this. My wife was embarrassed. Terry, let me say this, though. She, I, I was so, Terry, let me say this. Let me my, say this, yes, Terry. Go I'm not going to tell y'all. I don't know if I told y'all this. But having been on that cruise twice before, I purposefully set y'all up to go there that night knowing that they were going to ask for the oldest couple. She now, did. I had no idea the shenanigans <laughs> that would ensue, yes, yes. but I intentionally wanted them to be picked that night, and they almost and, lost. And, they, another couple, they were like a month or so after that. Well, let me, let me tell you why it was memorable. And, you know, tell they, them. They asked some very embarrassing and personal questions about their sex life. They did. And, and about the first and let me, kiss. And I just want everybody and, to know, my parents... Have only done that twice, Core and Valencia. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So we're not even going to even uh, uh, we're okay. not even going to allow that to go on. As I turn okay. my back to you. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so I mean, yeah, so so not only that these very personal, embarrassing questions, which we could see that my mother in law was very uncomfortable. She was turning red. My father in law <laughs> was getting all the questions wrong. He was. And my wife was to the side of me, embarrassed. But yes. and I'm sitting there crying. You laughing. are. You are. Um, from that point and on, the this audience was, this they was, put a spotlight on me because they yes. saw my they saw my face. This was early on. This is probably like day two of the cruise. We were there for five days. Yeah. And from then on, my father in law was the local celebrity. Everywhere we went, yes, folks were screaming out, "I don't want to scream this out, Leroy." They sure. I were. knew it was you, <laughs> and they were asking him for pictures in his autograph. And he and he was and, and my father was sitting up in there signing autographs. <laughs> Like he was Michael Jordan after game six. Even the staff on the last day as we were walking out, there was a young man who hosted the game show. He said, Leroy, come on here. I can't let you leave this ship without getting a picture. They were so excited. I mean, young women were chasing him. They I, were. I, I, I was, you know, they just were. in shock. And he was just eating it all up. And he was. My mother-in-law was just so embarrassed. She didn't want to be seen. She didn't want to take no pictures. And they would say, here we are. It, was much like, no, like, it was much like Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston on being Bobby Brown. Don't Bobby, do don't, Bobby don't, enjoyed on. the limelight. Don't, Whitney shot away from don't, that. Don't do that, Terry. Don't you know how I feel about nippy? Okay. I'm just saying you'll get cut. She, she did. Okay, yeah. That, that was by far the I most I agree. memorable moment I've ever had in this I family, agree. and one I will never forget. So much as I tried to call the cruise ship to get a recording of that game show, he did. unfortunately, he did. They do not do such things, and, and I, I just and pray the, to God. And, did, and when Terry called them to ask for a recording. They thought it was Leroy disguising his voice. They said, Leroy, is that you? And Terry hung up the phone. I said, so now they're going to think it's really him. He's a local celebrity. He was. He was the Carnival Cruise celebrity he was. for five days. He was. He was. Um, we had a great time. So I, I knew that I knew that, that would be the answer that you would give. And, and, and I wholeheartedly support that. Well, let, um, me, let me explain part of it that you all... And I thought perhaps I did, but maybe I didn't. Is that uh, the, the host and I had a conversation prior to, and he asked me. He said, "Could you play this game with me?" I said, "Yes, I could." 
Mm. I can be an Academy Award winner if I. We didn't need to. to know. We the didn't know you was related to Denzel. <laughs> that was say, okay, Zell. We didn't need to know the inner workings of Hollywood. We just need to see the entertainment. <laughs> My God, it, it was mm. fun. I enjoyed it because he he told me he said you did great, man. I swear. He said, when are you coming back on the cruise? And they're still sending me stuff to come back. <laughs> mm, mm. I'm not going through it again. Well, let me tell y'all, if any of our listeners out there were on that cruise ship and y'all have a picture of a random black man in y'all's camera, it's Leroy. <laughs> He's here on the show. We can give you his contact information if you want to. His autographs. His yeah. autographs are now fifty dollars. They yeah. are fifty dollars per I'm signature. I get ten percent per uh, si- How you? The, are, how are you? How you get ten percent? You the in law? <laughs> I'm gonna give you five. His signature. <laughs> you get a signature. You get a signature. Okay. Well, I think that's all. I, I don't really know. I, you know, I really hope that through these conversations, unless someone else has anything that they would like to add. I don't I, know. Maybe we can reverse some of these questions back to you and Terry. Oh, I'm here for it. That's going to be on the last episode <laughs> no, of season one. No, let, it, let no, him go, ask. No, no, no. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Y'all can ask us whatever y'all want. And, and for y'all, we didn't we didn't do this at the beginning, but to let y'all know the purpose of this, just to share our inner life. We're talking about life, politics, and libations, as, as you may hear. And in love. Our, in, in love. Yes. And love. And, and the trials and tribulations. So this was just an intro into into that, and, and we are so so thankful that our in my in laws have graciously participated in this, and um, so we're now going to turn it over to them, though, and, and see if they have any. Because y'all know Henry, I don't like attention. Uh, I know Mister Mister Vess is over here itching to ask something. I I don't know. I might have to plead the fifth on some of this stuff, though. We're gonna see. No, I I really don't. Uh, I would just uh, see how you guys was going to react when I stated that maybe we should reverse the question back to you all. We are willing and able participants, you know. I ain't yeah. never scared. Oh, okay. In well, the words of one. Know, when did you guys know that you you were the one for each other? Well, Valencia knew in law school. I'm going to say that right. It's what I'm saying. Don't, mama, you give him an opening. I swear you like him better than me. That's a shame. That's a crime. She shame. knew when we were sitting in room 101, and she sat behind me. She said, that's the man I'm going to marry. Yes. <laughs> Terry just says anything that comes to his mind. <laughs> I just wasn't ready yet. No, you're right. Because he uh, literally was dating every girl in the first year law summer not true. class. <laughs> False. Every woman False. was giving a wink False. and a smile at him. False. <clears throat> uh, when did I know? Uh-uh. We, was in the line, we was in the line at checkers for me. I know that. The, oh, yes. We weren't. <laughs> One of our favorite places to visit back then when we were poor and didn't have any money. When we were poor and didn't have any money was checkers. Those checkers fries are the whole truth. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it um to be honest, I think it grew, right? Um neither one of us anticipated being at this point. It was kind of like, hey, let's go out on a date. Uh, you know, we both kind of uh, yeah had some flirtatious moments during law school. Well, this but, is the thing. I mean, to tell the uh, truth and shame okay, the devil, okay, Terry. You okay. want your ex girlfriends listening to this podcast? I, I'm right pretty now. sure they're not, but okay, they might be. Uh, so you know, Terry and I liked each other in law school. Um, that did not work out for various reasons that we'll discuss we were both dating other people. That's what that's just tell we truth. were. We're not going sugar and um, it did not work out. Uh, and so, uh, what, two years after law school, right? Uh, I contacted you about giving you some help for the bar exam. Because I was struggling. We weren't, weren't we all? Yes. <laughs> and uh, to thank me, you said you would take me out for drinks. Mm-hmm. 
me being hungry and thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I held you. Well, no, you texted me about doing it later on, right? Yeah, I, held you I, was, I was in town. Because um, you were in Lafayette. Yeah, I was yeah. living in Lafayette at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had just gotten a new job in Lafayette and um, had to come to Baton Rouge for a business event. And happened to bump into you. Um, actually, as a matter of fact, you and your mom was sitting there and, and I um I left and I said, Hey, look, I'll be back in a couple of days. Why don't we go out? And Because you told me you were gonna take me out and then you ghosted me, as the young people would say. But, and then I ended and then as fate would have it, I ran into you eating free buffet food at that at that well, um, as function. Jada, I, I was kind of entangled at You the were moment. I'm sure um, you were entangled. Um so uh yeah, but I, I saw you and and that kind of um renewed the spark of interest and so I text you and uh we've been inseparable ever and, since and, and it, never, it never was a situation where, like I said we thought, I thought we were just gonna hang out a few times and uh I had um several dishes on my menu at the time did you say several uh, dishes on uh, my menu are you talking you know, about women <laughs> what are you Theo and cockroach with a burger I'm gonna need you uh, not and so uh dishes. I just thought it was gonna be you know uh, appetizer or dessert added to it, but you know, it was Are you talking being, to my mom and my daddy? Uh, yeah, get it together. No, I remember, but listen, it, that, it, it that first being. text message, you said something to me like, Oh, I said, So I said something like, When are you going to take me out? And you were like, Oh, wait, you know, don't move so fast. I said, I'm not asking that we get married. <laughs> I'm just asking when you're going to take me out to eat and drink like you promised me because a girl is hungry and thirsty, right? right. Um, and then. And, and, and literally, uh, since then, we have been inseparable. I mean, I was living in Lafayette at the time you went Baton Rouge and Plaquemine. And I, I would even make, you know, trips on a Wednesday to come down and see you. And, uh, you know, and it, it just, it took off from there. And I think uh, to both of our surprises, it, it, it just sparked into, and here we are, three kids, two dogs, <laughs> and 10 years later, and we're still, we're still going, so... Uh, it just evolved. So I don't know if it was necessarily a moment. It just kind of happened over time. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'm I'm proud to say and happy to say I still feel the same way I did today than I did in 2009. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I'm just so grateful because she waited since 2007. She waited on me. Boy, please. Back, I, well, let me say 2004, really, when we met in the summer program. I mean, the googly eyes this girl used to give me, I mean, you probably saw me rolling my eyes <laughs> at all the women you was talking to at the time. But here we are, still together. Still together. Got our own podcast nine. We hope y'all enjoy it. You know, we hope that y'all nice. will take Very this journey nice. with us and, and, and listen to us and, and some of our friends who we will bring on to talk about. We'll bring on different couples. We will. <clears throat> we'll bring on different people that we respect in the industry as of politics and legal uh, and just have some fun with you all. This was a more serious conversation. We tried to slide in a little bit of humor in there, but we definitely just wanted to give you a little background. And and when the time is right, we'll invite my father, who is both political, has some both political background and some insight as to my <laughs> upbringing, <laughs> which I'm sure Valencia will enjoy. I will. Um, and so we just, like I said, we appreciate y'all listening. We hope that you will 
will continuously listen to us as, as we grow through this and get through it and and um, just provide some humor and some some lightheartedness uh, through this crazy pandemic that we're still enduring. Absolutely. And so now you know who my mama and them are. Uh, and we hope that that makes you more or, or continue to be even more interested in, in what Terry and I have to say. Um, uh, we're talking about mama and them. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow will mark the one year anniversary that my mother yeah. um, had, passed and God rest her soul. Um, absolutely. Gigi, as we affectionately called yeah. her. Uh, yeah. And so we we. We honor her with this podcast today in her memory. Absolutely. Um, and just a moment of silence for her. Uh, we love you, Mom. We miss you. Uh, and you're gone, but definitely not forgotten. Yes. Thank you all for that. I, I appreciate it. Um, so we hope that you all will join us again. Um, if there's nothing else, well, here we are going out living with the Landrys. All right. Everyone have a great night let's have a great year uh keep god first and we'll see you soon well speak to you soon let's get drinking